And then I need a volunteer to turn to John chapter 1. First verse, first couple of verses. Thanks, Carla. I'll need you to read it to us in a little bit. John 1, yes. First John chapter 1 and verse 1. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. Who is that? That's Jesus. He is the word of life. John says he was from the beginning. And we heard him. We saw him with our eyes. We looked on him. Our hands handled him of the word of life. For the life was manifested. That means it was laid open. And we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. And we're going to pause right there because I want us to take a minute to look at this. Okay? You got it, Carter? John chapter 1, verse 1 through 3. Amen. Wow, did you see the uh, similarity there? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word made everything. And there's not anything that was made that he didn't make. And John says here in First John, Now that which was from the beginning, that which was with the Father. Well, the Father was from the beginning. The Father was before the beginning, and so the Word was before the beginning. Psalm 119.89, forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Both the written word and the living word. Now, Genesis chapter 1. You can think John is quoting from the Old Testament when we get done. Because he says, he quotes, almost quotes, in John 1 and in 1 John 1. What Genesis 1 1 says, in the beginning, God. God was in the beginning. Now, was there a God before the beginning? Yeah. What's he talking about the beginning? He said about when he began to create the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And the Lord and God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness, and God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. We'll pause there. Because we're not going to get all that covered tonight anyhow. 
In Genesis chapter 1, I want, you, I want you to see the progression. Because the progression for the world was the progression for me as a believer. And the progression for you as a believer. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. We always say the heavens and the earth. But actually, he just created the heaven and the earth in the beginning. What's the difference? This is the first heaven, the atmosphere. Okay? You say, well, what about outer space, the second heaven? Well, that's like day three, day four. Yeah, day four. Okay? That's when the second heaven was created. You say, well, what about the third heaven where God lives? Oh, it's always been because God's always been there. Okay? Now, notice quickly. i got to hurry. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And that's the way I was. Wasn't the way God intended But I was made in the image of my father. Like Seth was made in the image of his father. Adam was made in the image of God, but he blew it for all of us. So I was made in the image of my father, and my father was a sinner, and so I was born in sin. I was born in darkness. And I was without form and void, and darkness was upon my life. I had no hope. Even as a child, once I knew I was a sinner, there wasn't any hope I was ever going to be anything but a sinner. There wasn't any hope that I was ever going to do anything but die and go to hell. Except, one day, the Spirit of God moved on me. I'd heard the gospel numerous times. But one day when I heard it, the Holy Spirit shined light on it. And God said, let there be light, and there was light in my life. Now you see the comparison here just between the creation of the world and, and God's creating me as a new creature. If any man be in Christ, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature, a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. God saw the light that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness, and he called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning were the first day. See? When does our day start? Midnight, 12 o'clock midnight, the new day starts. Do you know how wrong that is? That's like six hours off. Seriously. God said, and the Jews still do it, their day starts at sundown. We are born into this darkness. But as time passes and the Holy Spirit of God begins to move on us, we become aware of the light and we see the light and we respond to the light. And I've been living in the light ever since I got saved. And in fact, in 1 John chapter 1, when we get down to verse 7, you'll see it. 
if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. Not one with another, one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So I'm now a creature of the day. Paul uses that same phrase. He says, you're not creatures of the night. You're creatures of the day. Live as creatures of the day. I just think it's so cool. The way we have these Old Testament pictures of New Testament truths. And how many times have I read that and not seen the picture? A couple of weeks ago, I'm reading it, and the Holy Spirit says, Oh, did you see that? Being a, kind of an honest man, Carl only knows two, but there's more than two. <coughs> Being an honest man, I said, See what? And he said, Did you see that the darkness comes and then God brings light? God brings light. Wow. That is so cool. Back to 1 John chapter 1. That which was from the beginning. What's that? That's the Word. The Word of God. Jesus Christ. Which we have heard. John's writing because he's an eyewitness. He heard Jesus preach and teach. He saw with his eyes the miracles that Jesus did. In fact, he saw the trial. You don't want to miss Sunday schools anymore because we're talking about the six trials of Jesus Christ in the adult in the adult class. Six trials of Jesus Christ. Okay? And John was in the first three. He saw it. He was present at the crucifixion. which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon. I mean, he's talking about watching. We watched. And our hands have handled. I mean, this was a hands-on experience for John. I mean, at the Last Supper, when Jesus is, well, not the Last Supper, but the Last Supper before Jesus was crucified, John is leaning against Jesus. He's on his Right-hand side, Jesus is laying this way, <clears throat> sitting on his elbow, reaching across the table and getting food, and he takes a piece and hands it to, uh, what's his name, Judas Iscariot. But John's the one that's right here, and John leans back against him. John never refers to himself in the book of John by name. He just refers to himself as that disciple that Jesus loved. That's pretty cool. Of the word of life. For the life was manifested. We have seen it and we bear witness. And we show unto you that eternal life. How long has Jesus lived? That's right. Jesus has lived forever. How long are we going to live with Jesus? Forever. Here's this line that stretches from infinity to infinity. And right here is this one little tiny black dot. 
that your life. Why in the world would we invest so much time and so much effort in the dot when we got the whole line stretching out there? We need to start looking for the planning for the line. Because I'm going to be around a long, 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 long time. Life was manifested. We saw it. We bear witness. We show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested to us. God revealed Jesus and revealed Himself to the disciples in the person of Jesus Christ. And they got to see Him as the living Word. Then He had the apostles and the others finished the New Testament and he reveals himself to us in the written word. Do I know what Jesus looked like? Nope. Do I know what he was like? Yeah, absolutely. He was angry at sin, but he was in love with sinners. The only people he got angry with were those spiritual folks. Those religious folk who were following the wrong spirit. Those righteous people who were only self-righteous. He loved the sinners. He told this woman taken in the very act of adultery, what, nobody condemns you? Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Change your ways. I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to give you a second chance. I'm not going to demand that you die. I'm going to give you an opportunity. And that's what he did for me. Because I was a sinner, worthy of hell, on my way to hell. And the Holy Spirit came and shined a light on me. And I got saved and I moved into the day. The day star arose in the east. Shined light on my life. The Lord Jesus Christ. Now that which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you, that you may that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son Jesus Christ. Woo. I don't know if that speaks to you like it does me. But I enjoy fellowshipping with fellow believers because it's so sweet. And I hate to see people miss church because they're missing out on an opportunity to fellowship and to to be encouraged and to encourage others. But our fellowship's not just with one another. When we meet together and we start singing His praises and we start speaking His praises and we start praying... He is glorified in it, and we have fellowship with Him. And with His Son, Jesus, the Christ. Jesus, the Christ. Okay, verse 4. With this I close. And these things write we unto you, 
your life may be full. Your life full? If you're following along, you know that's not what it said. Don't you hate it when preachers lie to you? Sorry. I won't do that again. When I get home, I'll wash somebody's mouth out with soap. Get ready, Mary. No, no. No, just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Here's the deal. These things write we unto you that your joy may be full. Joy may be full. This morning at Walmart, this lady said, Mr. Casey, you're always happy. And I said, what else is there? I mean, every time I see somebody, they tell me have a good day. And even though I'm not crazy about being told what to do anymore, <laughs> I got to do it. I haven't had a good, I haven't had a bad day since 2004. They're all good. Everyone's a gift from God, and we need to recognize that this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And what I like about the sundown to sundown day instead of the midnight to midnight day is if I'm going to be up all day, I can be asleep all night. And it's all the same day. So that I start out resting and I wake up in the day and do something for God. Fellowship with Him. Enjoy the light. And then when the sun starts going back down, I'm about ready to hibernate until it starts coming back up. Wow. I don't know if the Holy Spirit's going to give me something every time we look at First John for the next several weeks, but I hope He does because this has been so much fun. So, y'all pray. And I'll study. Yes. Oh no. Yeah, we will. <laughs> will you play it, Miss Edna? Or you must do a cappella. Okay. Amen. Well, let's stand together, and we'll sing this hymn, this song, and we will go out like they did at the Last Supper. Okay.